0: Radio 191 FM podcast. We've now got Dr Anya Mizdjak from the University of Otago talking to us today about understanding the role that alcohol has on our health. Hi, Anya, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm good, thanks, Jess. How are you? Good,
0: thank you. What do you believe
1: was the need
0: for this study? Uh,
1: So we know that there's... um, it was kind of about getting the idea of what the magnitude would be of the health gains if we implemented some of these measures that have been called for before. Uh, so, we the things that we modelled were all things that were suggested by the law commission and others, um, and some stakeholders um, who were really saying that they uh, that these things need to happen. And we, so, we thought that the modelling study showing what the health impacts would be would be one way to help get that change.
0: Mm. Could you elaborate on the short-term and long-term mental and physical health effects of alcohol consumption?
1: Yeah, so we know that in the short-term there's a really strong association between alcohol consumption and injuries um, for all sorts of injuries, including things like self-harm. And then in the long-term we know that there's an association between alcohol consumption and quite a lot of different cancers, including some of the real common ones like breast cancer.
0: Are you able to explain the objectives and methodology of the modelling study? Are there any specific measures that were assessed?
1: Yeah, so um, what we did is we combined data on New Zealanders' alcohol consumption, um, international estimates on the risks associated with drinking, and also the best evidence of what the effects of these measures would be. Um, And we used that to estimate the health impacts. And the measures that we looked at were a 50% increase in alcohol tax, uh, reducing the number of outlets that were allowed to sell alcohol, cutting down the number of opening hours and banning all forms of alcohol marketing.
0: Mm. Were there any main findings of the study, such as like reflecting high alcohol consumption in a particular area in New Zealand, that sort of thing?
1: Uh, so we were really looking overall at the, at the national impacts. And what we found is that we'd expect alcohol consumption to drop by around 30% if we implemented this recommended set of measures. And what that looks like in terms of the health impacts um, is that it would result in a population-wide increase in what we call health-adjusted life years of 726,000 health-adjusted life years. And that means that there'd be that many extra years lived... In like perfect health. So one health adjusted life year is one year of perfect health.
0: Mm. Were there any inequalities in the community that were brought to the forefront due to this study?
1: Um, well we know that exposure to alcohol marketing and availability is really inequitable um, and this is something where communities have called for change. So um, for instance, neighbourhoods with a higher proportion of Māori, so more than 50 15% Māori residents um, have 30% more alcohol outlets than neighbourhoods with fewer Māori residents so this was really something that we, that we wanted to look at um, and we know that if we made changes in some of these things that it would reduce those existing health inequities mm.
0: What are the proposed solutions in your study that could be used to advise the government to take action?
1: Um I think that what we really want to see is uh, some of these measures actually implemented. So Mm. a lot of these things are things that we've either done before. So we've banned tobacco marketing. So we could do the same for alcohol Um, or areas, you know, we already have taxes. It's just about increasing the rate. Um, So it'd be great to actually see some of these things get implemented um, as a result.
0: Mm. With alcohol marketing, would you then expect to see because in many sports fields there's a lot of um, sponsorship from alcohol marketing how would you expect to see that play out?
1: Um, Well one of the ideas that's been proposed is that the government just like buys it out so the amount that's currently covered by the alcohol industry would just be provided to sports clubs um, from government instead and actually even though it sort of seems like a big deal um when people have looked at the actual dollar value i'm not going to remember off the top mm-hmm. of my head um but it's actually fairly minor when you think about what the scale of these costs are um and we know especially in terms of kids exposure to marketing you know that their exposure to marketing in things like sports games kind of helps normalize it mm. um and that's really not something that we want our kids exposed to
0: yeah absolutely What positive outcomes do you anticipate for public health if the government decides to act on the research findings?
1: I think that we'd very quickly see a reduction in injuries, um, things like ACC claims. Um, Some of the things that, you know, you wouldn't see until further down the track, like um, decreases in cancer, but obviously that's relevant, especially with um, an ageing population. And I think there'd also be plenty of things that we didn't include in our model that you'd see. So um, improved sort of social outcomes you know some of our public spaces that currently feel unsafe due to the high levels of drinking you know there'd be those sorts of impacts which we didn't quantify as part of this study.
0: Mm. And then finally if the changes were to be made would you expect to see any negative attention from say university students in regards to possibly an increase in price and accessibility around alcohol?
1: Um I think with the with the price increases um that's something that that could be controversial, but actually um if we think about alcohol taxes are supposed to be accounting for the cost of some of those harms, and we know that current tax rates are nowhere near close um so I think that if it was kind of explained properly and if we used some of the money from the taxes to sort of improve support for people with alcohol use disorders um, then that could be one way of making things more palatable um, I think it's also a case that even with all these measures it's not like people wouldn't be able to buy mm. alcohol um, I think some of it's just about stopping like for instance that opening hours it's kind of about stopping people buying alcohol when they're not in a position to make sensible decisions mm. about buying more alcohol um so that's why some of those sort of evening hour restrictions are relevant um so hopefully you know it's it's not banning alcohol totally people would still be able to purchase it um but just about making it just that little bit more difficult so Mm. that you start to see some of those health impacts